Hello and welcome to the Bless Up Fitness Podcast. My name is Courtney Clark and my mission is to help Christian women look at fitness as a blessing and not a burden. If you feel uncomfortable in your skin, have a bad relationship with food and feel lost on what you need to do to get results, I'll be dropping weekly episodes to help you lose the fat, build the muscle and help you become an absolute unit of a woman in and out of the gym. Hey fam, what's going on today? We're going to be talking about why your new year's resolution is holding you back. And the reason we're talking about this today is because I'm tired of seeing so many of you fail time and time again at sticking to your new year's resolutions. Before I begin, I want you all to write this statement down. Just grab a pen and paper right now, real fast, or grab the notes of your phone. Say, I will achieve and stick to my 2023 new year's resolutions. Okay. I will achieve and stick to my 2023 new year's resolutions. And I want you all to read that statement multiple times a day, make it your phone background, put it on a sticky note, pray to God to give you the strength to stick to it this year. And the reason why I want you to do this is because I have full faith in your approach to your New Year's resolutions after you listen to this podcast, because I'm going to help you set realistic expectations for this year and help you understand why your resolutions failed all the previous years, okay? All right, let's just dive right into it. So every single year when January starts creeping up, all I see on Instagram or hear people talking about is for New Year's, I'm going to eat 100% clean, I'm gonna do an hour of cardio every single day and I'm gonna lose 50 pounds. And you see all the time, like January 1st, we see everyone posting new year, new me. There's nothing wrong with posting that if you truly are going to work on yourself this year. But I want you guys to all understand this, that just because it's January 1st, it's a new year that doesn't automatically make you a new person. That doesn't magically make all your bad habits go away. That's not how it works. And so many people set that expectation on themselves is like, oh, it's a new year. So I'm a new creation. All my bad habits are just magically going to disappear. I'm automatically healthy. I'm automatically going to eat 100% clean and do an hour of cardio every day and just magically I am a new me. And that's not how it works because fast forward to February and March, everyone's quiet. No one's talking about it anymore because this is the time where everyone has been completely drained of every drop of willpower out of their entire body, trying to stick to some absurd New Year's resolution and their bad habits have no choice to surface again. You get so burnt out trying to do it all and trying to do it all so perfectly that you make it so brutal and so unsustainable for yourself and then you beat yourself up time and time again because you couldn't stick to it. Does this sound like any of you? I certainly have made this mistake so many times in the past and it's so exhausting and you're stuck disappointed in yourself and you're tired and you feel extremely incapable and I want you all to know that you are capable. You can achieve your goals. There's nothing wrong with you. You just need to change your approach to goal setting, okay? You're not the problem. The way you set your goals, the way you set your New Year's resolutions is the problem, okay? Stop trying to go from zero to 100. You try to do that every single year and it never works, okay? So can we just understand that this approach to goal setting is no longer working and it won't work. It won't work for most people. There's probably 1% of people where it works to go from zero to 100 and clearly you're not a part of that 1%. So stop going from zero to 100, okay? You try to do that every single year and it's not sustainable. Don't you guys want something sustainable? Don't you want to finally say you're going to do something and then you actually do it 
If so, you can't be doing that, trying to go from zero to 100 or that all or nothing mentality. You need to stop setting these intense and meaningless goals. A lot of you set these goals and you don't even know why you're setting them. Like some of you are like, I want to lose 50 pounds this year, but you don't even know why you picked that number. It's just like a number. You've just associated your worth to just some random number. Some of you try to go into the new year trying to eat 100% clean. You're like, I'm going to eat 100% clean this new year. Okay, 2023, no processed food, period. But you don't understand how important it is to have sustainability, right? To have some sort of flexibility. Some of you want to do an hour of cardio a day because you want to burn all the calories in the world. Okay, for what reason, right? And some of you don't know that, okay, the more muscle you have, the more calories you burn naturally. You won't have to burn all your calories doing a bunch of cardio. But it's like, these are things that you guys need to know before you start to attach yourself to these goals. And like with these goals, there's no depth. Okay, write this down. Write this down right now. Pen, paper, now. We are leaving the unrealistic and meaningless goals in 2022. Okay, this is the year, 2023, where you are no longer going to set goals that are extremely unrealistic for you and that are meaningless. Okay, so every single year, I make a training for my clients on the importance of goal setting and having a vision board. I think goal setting is fantastic, but to put all your goals and have pictures of places you'd like to go, things you'd like to achieve, changes you'd love to see in your family or in your finances, etc. It's one of my favorite things. And it's a lot more exciting than writing down three goals I want to achieve this year on a sticky note, sticking it on my mirror and calling it a day. And that's what most of you do. You set, right, your unrealistic goals. You write it down maybe in a notebook. You put it on your desk. Papers start to pile up on top of it and then you never think about it again. Whereas a vision, right, a vision board, you're painting a picture, right? It's like a story. It's a beautiful story. And let's talk about the importance of vision for a second here. Vision allows you to know what to focus on, okay? Vision allows you to know what to focus on. Vision helps us deny distractions that will steer us away from our goals, okay? Vision will help us deny distractions that will steer us away from our goals. And number three, vision helps us know you're progressing. Before I move further, I can just feel some people saying that you shouldn't make a vision board because you're planning your own will for your life, right? You should be pursuing what God wants for your life 1000%. Okay, yes, you should always want what God wants for your life above all. In all honesty, I used to make very materialistic, self-centered, like worldly vision boards. Like I'm gonna be real with you. I was not perfect. I'm still not perfect. Jesus is the only thing that's perfect. But vision boards are not the problem, okay? Vision is something that we need, okay? It's hard to build a church without a vision. It's hard to build a business without a vision. It's hard to achieve anything without a vision. Vision gives us faith, right? God gives us vision so that we can see things that are coming that haven't happened yet. Now, don't get me wrong. A lot of people create vision boards based on just wanting materialistic, you know, hustling. I'm hustling, so I'm a hustle. And, and achieve everything on my vision board. And it's very money centered. I definitely have done that in the past. I don't think there's anything wrong with having certain goals of like wanting a certain car or wanting a certain income goal. I don't think that's a bad thing. It draws the line when you're putting your worth and your happiness in material things over putting it in Jesus. I have financial goals that I want to hit. I have a picture of a Porsche on my vision board, but I don't associate my worth with those things by any means. I also have goals on how much I want to be able to give the church someday and how I want 
want God to use my finances to bless people if he will allow it. And a lot from what I learned about vision is from Pastor Mike Todd from Transformation Church. He has made multiple sermons on vision and he does one every single year. He's what made me so passionate about having a vision because he helped me understand it in a godly way. He helped me stop making vision boards based off like just like me wanting to hustle and grind and you know just do things my own way. He said if God puts something on your heart write it down pray on it and just believe and trust in God's plan for your life. Okay, we're gonna move on because I can literally talk about this all day. So I'm going to break it down for you all on how I create my vision boards every single year now. First, I break up my vision board into four categories of goal setting. Now, some of you are like, okay, well, what do I need for a vision board? What I do is I use a big like a cork board. My vision board is really, really big. You don't have to make it big. It can be like smaller and simple. You can literally maybe make a collage on Canva and then just print it out. Whatever works best for you. I use a big cork board that I bought on Amazon. I have a bunch of thumbtacks and then tape. And then of course, everything that I printed and put on there, I actually printed from Walmart. It's actually so cheap to print things at Walmart and it's like good quality stuff. It's not like, you know, printer paper. It's really, really good. So I recommend that you do that. So first I break up my vision board into four categories. Okay. So the first one is health goals. So that is anything that has to do with like your physical health and fitness. Okay. Then we have wealth goals. Goals, which are like career goals, financial goals, goals for maybe giving and blessing people, goals for getting out of debt maybe. And I'm gonna give you guys some more examples on all of these in a second here. The third one is self goals. So this is where I would put like my mental health goals or self-care, any spiritual goals that I have, like in my own spiritual walk, achievements maybe outside of work and outside of fitness, like going to therapy or you know starting a new hobby. The fourth one here is relationships relationship goals. So these are goals for the relationships in your life, maybe the relationships in your church, your family, your friends, your spouse, your kids, whatever it is. So now I'm going to give you guys a bunch of examples. So for health goals, here are some examples on what could fall under health goals. Maybe benching 135 for the first time, running one mile a week, getting eight to 10K steps in a day, hitting a new PR of any kind, whether that's a bench PR, a squat PR, maybe a running PR, drinking 100 ounces a day minimum, going through maybe your first bulk or going through a bulk for four to six months. Maybe that could be a part of your vision for the year. Run a 5K, okay, competing in a bodybuilding show, prioritizing form over everything, going to bed and waking up at the same time every day, like creating a structured sleeping routine. This is where you can even put, you want to lose 20 pounds. There's nothing wrong with having a weight goal, but it's all about your intention behind it. Like, why do you want to achieve that? Did your doctor say that you have to lose 20 pounds? Because that's, you know, that's a pretty good reason why you want to specifically lose 20 pounds. Some people say that they want to lose 20 pounds because they think that they need to be at a certain weight. But for those of you who understand how the body works, we could sometimes look even better at a certain weight because we've built up muscle. So do you just want to lose fat? Do you just want to lose inches around your waist? Or is it more so like a really scale focused kind of goal? All right, so let's dive into wealth goals now. So wealth goals, like I said, is anything like financial, career focused, maybe some 
some sort of giving. So here are some examples. Hitting an income goal each month, okay? Maybe you want to start tithing to your church. Interview for a promotion at work. Finding a new job. Paying off your car or your house. Maybe buying a new car or buying your first home. Give more to the church or to your favorite charity. Have a certain amount of money saved by the end of the year. Maybe starting a side business. Okay, now moving on to self goals. So like I said, self goals are like, you know, goals that maybe don't fall under health or wealth but they're more like personal goals, like speaking more kindly to yourself, maybe starting a new hobby, writing a book, getting one deep tissue massage a month. So self-care would also fall under this goal. And like, because I used to neglect a lot of self-care when I started my business, because I was just like so focused on building it that I was neglecting my self-care. So I started focusing on self-goals so that I could start being more mindful and more intentional with taking care of myself. So getting one deep tissue massage a month, that's actually one of my goals, getting your nails done once a month, maybe make and follow a new morning routine. So, you know, creating an intentional morning routine to kickstart your morning every day, going on daily walks. I guess that could also fall under health goals, but it's kind of like a, you know, could go either way. Start serving at your local church two times a month. Start filming your workouts more and post them daily. Commit to going to therapy one time a month or weekly. Those are some pretty good self goals. My self goals last year were just therapy period, like just going to therapy. I go to therapy every other week right now. Starting a new hobby, that didn't happen. So that's also going to be a priority this year. Being more forgiving to myself. That's also a good one. And I have some other ones as well, but we're going to move on to relationship goals. So relationship goals. Here are some examples. Date night with the hubby every other Friday. Okay, that's a good relationship goal. Committing to spend more time with your kids, your best friend or your husband. Be a better listener to your spouse. Build a friend group of like-minded individuals. Be more involved in the church. Call mom once a week. Be more giving to the people in your life. Make some more time for your friends by planning something one to two times a month. My relationship goals were like last year were to spend more quality time with my mom, be a better listener to my sister. Okay. I used to struggle a lot with listening. Like I used to be very self-centered, but we're just going to be honest here. You know, Jesus saved me from that. So that was also one. Another relationship goal of mine was to build a friend group of like-minded individuals. And I did that through the church and through people I know from just online coaching, which is really cool. So now before you guys start setting your own goals of each of these categories before you start to like write down a bunch of goals just before you write down any goal you need to ask yourself two things okay is this realistic and two why do I want to achieve this okay there should always be a why behind it because if it's just a goal it's just something that you put up on your vision board it's most likely not going to be achieved at the end of every year I always see some goals up on my vision board that didn't get achieved because I didn't come up with a reason why for them. But all the ones that I did achieve, there was so much intention behind it. And there was so much reasoning behind it. And there was so much purpose behind that goal. And I achieved them. It's like the weirdest thing. Now, I want you guys to understand, like in my circumstance, it's normal to put things on our vision board that we don't end up achieving. Sometimes things change. Sometimes we go halfway through the year and we may realize we set the goal too high. So you just have to adjust it and make it more realistic. Like I said, I don't achieve everything on my vision board each year, you know, especially those goals that don't have a reason why behind them, which I'm going to be extra intentional about this year when I put my vision board together. So yeah, so sometimes we don't 
shave everything on a vision board because one, sometimes God has other plans. Okay. Two, some of the goals are life goals and not just like current goals. So I have a lot of goals on my vision board that aren't just for like the year, it's for life, right? So your vision doesn't have to be like narrowed down for just the year. You should have some short-term goals and some long-term goals. And then lastly, sometimes our focus shift in another direction and that's okay. I just wanted to touch upon that because I know for some of you who are all or nothing, you can get so caught up in trying to achieve everything on your vision board that if you don't achieve literally every single thing on there, you just beat yourself up and you just feel horrible. And that's exactly what we want to stay away from. We want to have that vision because we want to have focus. We want to have a direction. We want to have that aim, but some things change. Sometimes we don't get to everything on the vision board and that's okay. As long as you're working towards something, you you have that vision in mind. That's what's most important. And I just want to say this one more time. The great thing about having a vision is that all those goals come together as one beautiful picture to focus on and something to work towards instead of like setting two to three bland and unrealistic goals. It's much more fun. It's much more visual. I'm a visual person. I love vision boards. Now I know there are a handful of you right now that are like, I do not have the time to make a vision board or I don't want to make a vision board that sounds dumb and corny and also time consuming. Number one, it does not have to be a massive vision board. Like I said, it can be small and simple. You can just make a simple collage on Canva and put it as your wallpaper on your computer. It doesn't have to be anything crazy like you know how I make mine I just like to make it and get crafty it's fun number two if you're not really up for making a vision board you still need to set realistic goals period okay some of you may be the kind of person that likes to write out a vision I also have a written vision okay I do both I go big sometimes I do both sometimes you just want to write it out like if you're the kind of person that likes to write it all down write it down on paper take a document and just go at it really just pour out like what you would love to see pray on it and let God speak to you and just pour it out on paper. Either way, you need to set realistic goals. If you don't want to write a vision, if you don't want to make a vision board, you need realistic goals, period. Most people are outcome-driven and not health-driven when it comes to their fitness goals. And this is where they focus on their physique changing as their main focus, like they're physique-driven, which most of the time causes them to do things that are actually bad for their health in order to see the number drop on the scale or to drop a bunch of inches off of their waist like very, very quickly. And these are usually the people setting really unrealistic New Year's resolutions. And if that sounds like you, because this used to be me, literally used to be me like five years ago. If this sounds like you, focus on improving your habits, okay? Become habit driven, okay? Become health driven and your physique will follow. Now in this circumstance, your physique will follow and it'll last, okay? It won't be you lose 20 pounds, you gain 30. It won't be you lost the weight, you finally got to buy smaller clothing and then great, now your smaller clothing no longer fits because you gained all the weight back. If your goal is to lose 20 pounds, just don't leave that as your goal, okay? That may be the end goal, but if that's your only goal, you're just going to want to do things that are very unrealistic and unsustainable to get there. There needs to have depth. There needs to be reasoning. There needs to be more than just you want to lose 20 pounds. Like I said earlier, focus on the habits that can help you lose 20 pounds, such as like eating one gram of protein per pound that you weigh, you know, getting more walking in, hitting your eight to 10K steps 
day, lifting weights four to five times a week, working on building those kinds of habits one at a time and slowly going from there is going to be more realistic for you, more sustainable for you, and it'll help you build a lifestyle so you can sustain keeping those 20 pounds off once they're off, okay? So take some time this weekend and think about the things that you would love to achieve in in 2023, okay? Pray on it. Ask God to give you vision. His vision will always be better than our own. And start painting the picture, setting realistic goals, and finally let this be the year where you don't become a new you, you become a better you, an evolved you, a wiser you, a healthier you. So to summarize today's podcast, number one, we need vision. Vision allows you to know what to focus on. Vision helps us deny distractions that will steer us away from our goals. Vision helps us know we are progressing. Number two, with any goal that you set, ask yourself two things. Is it realistic and why do I want to achieve it? Number three, if you plan on making a vision board, divide your goals up into four parts, health, wealth, self, and relationship goals. Number four, do not associate your worth or happiness with money, cars, number on the scale, etc. There's nothing wrong with wanting those things as long as you understand all those things are temporary on this earth. Your worth comes from Jesus, not earthly things. Number five, If you struggle with setting unrealistic New Year's resolutions when it comes to fitness goals, become health-driven, become habit-driven, not outcome-driven, not focused on your physique only. When you focus on your health and when you focus on your habits, your physique will follow and it will stay. So that concludes today's podcast. I hope you all got some value. And in the spirits of the new year, I want to give back to you all. So if you guys got some value from today's podcast, share it on your Instagram story and tag me. Okay, post the link, tag me on your Instagram story and one of you are gonna win $100 cash. So if you wanna win $100 cash, post it on your Instagram story, tag me. I hope you all have the best day of your entire life. God bless you and I will talk to you all soon. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you found value in this episode, the number one thing that you can do to help the podcast is to share it with someone who could grow from this content or you can leave a review. And if you'd like to go further in your fitness journey with me, head over to my Instagram bio, fill out an application to get started. See you guys in the next episode.